So we got going on here. Did you press record? You don't got to worry about it. Man, we'll be having a fun time over here in Inglewood, Colorado. Is it Inglewood? I think we're in Littleton right now. So the nice thing about Colorado is it's like a freaking... Um, it's like a network of tentacles. So like all the cities interweave in a way. A very incestuous relationship. So you've got like Inglewood, Littleton, and then you got some more Inglewood over here, and then you got some Centennial over here, and you don't really know exactly where you're at, but you don't know you're always going to be either in Littleton, Inglewood, or Centennial, or uh, Denver at some point, or Highlands Ranch if you go the other way. It's all just kind of intermingled in this weird incestuous relationship. Speaking of incest, uh, you're my cousin, are you not? That I am. <laughs> Worst transition in the history of transitions. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast. It has been a very long time. If you know me, you know it's why it's been a long time. I've been going through some stuff, but hey, that's okay. We are back and we are here to make some lovely content for you guys. I don't know what episode this is. It's probably like six, seven, eight, or something like that. But um, we're here in the lovely Colorado where it is a mile high. And I believe some of us... No, we we don't smoke weed. If we if we were if we if we smoked weed though, we would be super high right now. We'd be off the zoinks. We would be so zoinked out right now. We don't do that because we're responsible human beings. And no, um, never. But anyway, it's never something was. that like I wish I wish we did, but we don't. Um, but we're just here gathered today because um, you know, no reason. We literally just came here just to do this podcast. You flew all the way from California, and I flew from Michigan, and. We met, we, met, we met in the middle, so to speak, at a random Airbnb just to do this podcast. So if you're listening, you know, it's, you're, on, you're, in for, you're in for a good trip. So, When did you know that you were straight? I can't take you seriously right now because <laughs> <laughs> you have a super long strand of beard. And it's hitting the mic. What the <laughs> Wait, is it, it's this right here, isn't it? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's pubic here, bro. <laughs> but back to the question I had. When, when did I know I was straight? Yes, sir. Um, Probably when I watched Power Rangers. Yeah. The pink and the, the yellow pink, The pink, dude, the, dude. For a lot of people, the pink Power Ranger was either an awakening of a... A lesbian tendency, really, or a uh, a conf- confirmation that in fact you were straight. You know, what I mean, she's nodding. She knows what's up. I actually <laughs> know that. No, it's a serious thing. Like a lot of things, and also like Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. You know, Scooby Doo is very formative for some people too. Velma, um, Velma, or Daphne, or in some cases Scoob, Scooby. Scooby. Yeah. Um, it really helped people determine where they were kind of going to go with that. Um, I don't, I don't know what prompted me to say that. Um, that's not what we talk about here. That's not who we are. I don't that's believe not, you. That's not what we do. Um, there's an explicit tag. There is an explicit tag on this for a reason, and it is because of um, the things that we do for love. So, what do you do for work? I used to be a filmmaker, man. Used to. That was the funny, funny thing. Is that's crazy. Well, this is going to segue if we start talking about this. So oh, yeah, exactly. No, no, it's, it's we sure we're well, going to talk about this for sure, bro. Well, we grew up together in California. Did we? And Did we, we made, actually grow up? <laughs> no, I don't think. 25 and, 25 and 27 right now. And we're still 
talking about Scooby-Doo being sexual. Um, go on. <laughs> but we used to make all sorts of YouTube videos together, man. It was we did we did pretty well back then. We were getting we were getting some views. Surprisingly, but, yeah. So I mean, when I was in high school, I was like, what do I like to do? Film <laughs> videos. So I did that for a bit. I studied that in college. Mm-hmm. So my degree is film. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not even doing that right now. That's the best part. So you went into film because it was something you're passionate about. Exactly. Uh, you had fun doing it as a kid and you wanted to go into it. Were there any um, filmmakers that um, in particular um, you would say were, I guess, like your idols, your role models, or people that you wanted to model your style after? Or was it kind mm-hmm. of just like you just wanted to be yourself and express yourself as a, like a pure expressionist? Uh, or was it a bit of both? Like, what was what was your approach to it? It was 100% a bit of both. Okay. We, I mean, you and I, we always watched Lord of the Rings when we were kids. So oh, Peter yeah, Jackson's of course. Humongous. Oh, yeah. oh, huge influence on me. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Quentin Tarantino. I was going to say. He's been, he's been a little sus lately. Yeah. <laughs> and people have been realizing he's, he has a thing for feet. So, I mean. Who doesn't? I mean, <clears throat> it's yeah. a pity you're wearing socks right now. I could take it off yeah. in. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not wearing socks right now. I just took off my socks. My feet are super veiny. Yeah, so Quentin Tarantino, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Do you listen to his, uh, him and Joe Rogan? Do you listen to their podcast at all? Yeah, I saw bits and pieces. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, had some points of disagreement, things that I liked, things I didn't like. I really enjoyed his like response to how people got pissed off about Bruce Lee. About Bruce Lee, yeah. He's like, you're not, you're not his family, like. Screw you. We don't, I don't give a shit. But then also, it's just kind of like, all right, calm down. It was kind of a yikes for me. It was a bit of a yikes moment, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, that's always been him. He's just super unapologetic. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's on brand. You gotta, it it's is authentic. on brand. And uh, I'm, I'm really curious to see what his last film is going to be. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's still got, he's got one left. And he's, I've heard, like, talks about, like, yeah, I'm going to redo Kill Bill. But, like, you can't really count that as you your, can't. La- you no, know, no, your no, last. No. And, you know, I, I know from what I remember, he counted Kill Bill 1 and 2 as, like, one film. So, like, you still got... Like by those like standards, he's got one coming out. He's got so one more. yeah, I mean, I think honestly, I think that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would have been a great spot to end it. Yep. Um, that in my like, I mean, he literally ends it with like a breaking the fourth wall because it's about it's a movie about making a movie. movie about making you know what I mean? And it's just like the the journey that like these actors take. And uh, so I mean, like he's got, he's, he's got some big film. he's got some big shoes to fill like shoes that he's already created for himself yep. for his final film. So super interesting. But yeah, anyways, yeah, we, you know, we're no, we're no Tarantino, but we definitely grew up doing that shit. And, um, we're I actually, some views back we got, then. we got some views. I actually, super funny. I was like, I was talking to someone the other day, um, about, uh, I forgot what I was saying. I was, I was texting about some like weird, like animal planet shit. Like it, it's hard to explain. Okay. I was like seeing some like animal plant stuff. And I was like, I did like the voice memo and I was like, Right, the milk stalks its prey. It smells the pheromones uh, coming from the female, giving him sign that her loins are ready for for the mating. And whatever you know what I mean, like. Yeah. And then I was like, I've done this before. Oh my god, man versus wild, bear grills. And I was like, yo, dude. I was like, I this reminds me of this video I did. I swear it's out there somewhere. Sent the link over, like, and I was like, I'm I'm sorry, you have to watch this. Like, if you want to understand me at all as a person, you gotta watch me talking about how. Uh, he can't handle my piss. He can't handle my pee. We've got a nice full cup of nutritious piss. So a little bit of a background. You know, we like to do a lot of weird, like, crap growing up. And we did a video about how um, Bear Grylls is, um, you know, a respectable man. But then also we're trying to show about how, like, 
sometimes this stuff is a little scripted and we just kind of push it to the extent where it was like, clearly it's scripted. I fashioned a machete out of a stick and I just dropped the stick and picked up the machete and I found a bag of wild nuts on a tree. I peed coconut water into a cup and forced my crew to drink it. You know, like just classic stuff that Beer Grylls probably did, but we just never knew about it for sure because it was televised. You know a what lot I mean? of uh, yeah, but uh, that they had to sign. Oh yeah, no, all those NDAs, but those 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 fun. That was, I don't know how I got off onto that, but um. Well, it's because we were just terrible kids. We were just terrible we were kids. Very very bad kids. D- what was? Uh, we're gonna share a couple of things. I want you to share for you. Yep. Your the worst memory that you had of us growing up, and then I'll share mine because I've I've got I've got like three to think about, and there's a couple, and I want to. There's I, one that we're not gonna talk about. All right. I think you can probably figure that one out. I don't. I mean, if it has <laughs> well, to do with a lady, then I think I do know what you're talking about. Maybe, dude. I don't even know. Anyways, well, let's let's see. Let's. I want. I want to hear what you got to say first. I think the worst memory for me from my growing up, mm-hmm. I think it was when we got caught or when we got called out. Because the thing is, with the thing, the two of us, we really wanted to be. Oh shit! We wanted I to be. Sec- we wanted so to be secret agents and spies back then. Oh my god, no! So shut, we shut up. we bought up. we bought so shut many uh, books and handbooks and oh, equipment. <laughs> anyway, long story short, <laughs> for some reason, we brought a miniature camera into the <laughs> to the fucking bathroom at church. His homeboy Nate, his homeboy Nathan is like, hey, recording my dick while I'm, pee- while I'm peeing right now. And we're like, yeah, it's for science. Get that little dick out, boy. I don't even know, like, what, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know the context in which we ever thought that would be okay. But we were little kids and, you know, we were just searching for some sort of acceptance and I was I was fucking homeschooled, so I was extra weird. So I definitely See, fueled to the fire. I didn't, I didn't realize. I was that thinking when I was of the, a kid. Yeah, and you just, we just like fed off each other's energy. Yeah. But like, what were we doing? We're like, yeah, dude. I'm just like, I'm so cool, dude. I got a miniature camera in my freaking dick hole, and now I'm recording homeboy next to me peeing. Another dick hole. Was he? Was isn't he like homeless? I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I'm I mean, sorry. I have no idea. Yeah. So I screw you, buddy. I fucking won. I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> haven't kept up with anyone. It's like, anymore. yeah, dude. It's like, dude. My favorite thing is about like all the kids that used to like call us out for being losers, like growing up, are all yeah. like fucking like pieces of shit now. Like, I'm just gonna say that it's, straight no, it's, up. It's, it's, yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, like, I don't mean to say that like harshly, but I remember growing up and being like, yeah, we're so weird and we're kind of like outcasts, and yeah, we do some things that are a little bit like off, off color, off the wall, but like. You know they make they make movies about people like that, like the weird ones. And it was like in hindsight, it was kind of funny, but like, you know, all the popular kids were like, you know, who, who are these freaking kids? Like they, they they they're not real skaters. They're skater posers, and you know, like shit like that. And I was like, dude, I can still skateboard. Let me be. I want to be part of you guys. We did all of that before. Yeah, you know, you know I mean, it was just yeah, we're kids. Yeah, it was just crazy to like kind of go from that to being a point where like all of a sudden you know you're like 25, 27, and you're like. Yeah, I'm successful, and you're sucking dick out of your car for money. I wonder who you're talking about right now. I'm oh, so worry. curious. Yeah, don't worry about it. This is like one person. <laughs> it's one person, bro. It's one person. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't like keep up with him, but like I saw him post on Facebook every so often, and he's like, anyone got a spot I can stay? And I was like, man, I'm really sorry for you, but if you didn't pick on me when I was younger, I'd feel a lot better. And then like one of my bullies in high like in high school, like from from 
Well, I thought you were homeschooled in high school. Well, like when I was in high, well, when I was like in high school age, oh, like because oh. I did fencing for a while. Like one of my bullies, like he's such a piece of shit, treated me like shit. Whatever. Damn. Besides the point. Well, he was a fencer. Yeah. That's foul. Here's here's where it gets awful. Um, he died, um, the day before he graduated, and um, like he got like apparently super drunk and something happened, and I I felt actually super awful. Yeah. Like, of it course. actually like hit me because I was like. When I found that out, I was so much older and I was like kind of past that point where it's like, I know I just said a whole bunch of shit about like bullies and stuff. And, and I was just like, I, 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 I'd gotten to a point where I felt like no like hate or anything towards the kid. I actually was just super sad because like I actually kind of like, I always kind of liked him even though he like picked on me. But then like realizing that, you know, everyone comes from some sort of background where like hurt people hurt other people. You know what I mean? And like seeing that like his life ended that way really like kind of set a lot of things in perspective for me. And, um, I kind of hit, but anyways, man, that was, <laughs> didn't mean to like make that no, deeper. I think, but you know what I mean? It's just kind of a way to kind of like, you know, like end that. Cause like, I know I was like making jokes about like, you know, bullies and whatever and be like, yeah, well I ended up better off. But it's like, honestly, like dude, like we're all, we're all in this together. Like I know I've treated people like shit, just like other people treat me like shit. And you know, the best thing I can hope for is that we just kind of get a little bit better down the road. But um, Amen, brother. my worst memory, oh, man, I got to think about that. There's a couple. Um, I remember one of my, like, one of our neighbors, because like, we used to ding-dong ditch a lot for some reason. I think we were we were repressed for... We were repressed something sexually. Um, actually, no, 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 you know what? I'm going to move away from that. I'm going to talk about my favorite one. So we like to get Domino's pizza, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, I don't know why this was before the days of DoorDash. You know, you wanted pizza, you got to order, you got to go grab that, you got to grab that shit. So we'd like trek through the back, like the back hills, like up through the gated community, and sneak out through the fence to go to the Domino's there was a, pizza. There was a hole in the fence. There's a hole in the fence. We squeezed through that hole in the fence to get Domino's pizza. They brought all our coins. We got brought all our dollars. We cracked up our piggy banks. And we ordered our Dude, large. Why were we paying for it? I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. I'm kind of mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, so we did that and we, uh, we got the pizza and then well, what we were waiting for it to order. Like, so we like paid for it all our best change. And there's that karate studio next spot next door. Do you remember that? Of course I remember this. And we walk in there and we, we they're in the middle of a class and we just walk in there and we're just like, Hey, and we just like try to like instigate though. We're just making fun of them. Like we're just like trying to like go like, hey, we'll go like shaking your boobies and shit at them. And the instructor got so pissed. He's like, you kids gotta get out of here. And I was like, what you gonna do, man? And he just starts chasing us. And there we go. I'm like, oh shit, this dude means business. I'm sprinting out of the karate studio while these instructors chasing us. We've got the pizza in hand, and we're all just like trying to like run away as fast as we can. We have to squeeze. Through we're the trying hole. to squeeze through the hole while this like angry ass karate instructor is trying to kick our ass because we just ruined his studio for no good reason dude we were menaces we should not have been allowed to do anything we should not have been allowed to leave the house um dude I, we our neighbors hated us by the way oh yeah They're, so you know like my neighbors and his neighbors <laughs> so you know whenever you see i always see these memes where it's like hey go play with the neighbor kid and then it's like i don't want to play with the neighbor kid and it's like why and it's like the neighbor kid and it's like it's like some weird meme of like so my, my the recent one i saw was like 
go play with the, why don't you want to play with the neighbor kid and it's like the neighbor kid and it was like benedict cumberbatch crawling around doing the motion capture for smog <laughs> and it was like this is why i don't want to hang out with the neighbor kid and i was like we were the we were kid. the neighbor kid oh so every time i like see those memes i'm like i don't know what they're talking about i never had a neighbor like that because I was that kid. I was the weird neighbor kid. Like, we should not have been allowed to be like that. Just put this all in context. We were, like, what, 10 years old? Just just, just 10, 10 to 12 years old. I think we made, like, like people older than us cry. I think <laughs> we really severed a lot of friendships. We were literally possessed by, by Satan. Was, it, we just got a kick out of it. That was the thing. It really just filled me up with joy. Like... For instance, there was one time where I had spent days and days with friends from the neighborhood digging a hole. <laughs> and then one day, you were like, like, you're we're like, bro, you want to just, just fill, fill that hole? In. And I was like, yeah, let's do Dude, it. We just filled it in just to piss them off. And I don't know why it helped because I spent hours doing that too. Yeah, but it was, you just knew that the... the uh, the enjoyment out of pissing them off was going to be so much better than the loss of your labor. Yeah, repercussions uh, for that one weren't too good. No, and it's just like, it just kind of makes you wonder. It's like, how do we get from that to where we are now? You know, I like to think we're both more rounded individuals, more mature. Um, nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, and Amy's shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ooh. someone just flushed the toilet. This Airbnb is, is that a pee pee flush or a poo poo flush? That one was a pee pee flush. That was a pee pee flush. Yeah. We haven't we haven't had the pleasure of hearing a poo poo flush. If you want one, I can go up there and do one in please, a second. Uh, but anyways, um, this is primarily a whiskey podcast, <clears throat> so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about whiskey at some point. So, as you know, it's me, your boy, Grand Rapids Whiskey. And I got some good shit here for you guys. Mm. I managed to get my hands on this bottle of Sagamore Spirit, the Distiller Select Straight Rye Whiskey, finished in tequila barrels. So I'm a really big fan of these guys. I love what they do. They're super transparent. They source a lot of their stuff from Indiana right now, but they blend it in such a way that is phenomenal. Um, it's very, it's surprisingly a lot harder than it sounds to blend, you know, liquor, even if you're not the one that's distilling it, um, and then finishing it in your own way. You know, I've had a lot of good stuff. I've had a lot of good stuff and I've had a lot of bad stuff that's been sourced, you know, MGP and whatnot. The good news is Sagmore has some of their own barrels that are going to come out soon here. And I am so excited to see what happens. Anyways, what makes this one special is distiller select. It is, um, they go ahead and they take their rye whiskey, which is amazing by the way, when they go ahead and they finish it. And extra and Yeho tequila barrels. So the result ends up being unique tequila finished whiskey with notes of agave and vanilla on the nose and honey, a little bit of peppercorn, orange citrus. Pairing tequila and whiskey is kind of risky. Like every time I've ever drink drank tequila and whiskey, I've ended up throwing up in the bathroom um, for the rest of the night. But uh, you know, with this in this case, mixing those two is actually a risk that is worth the reward. It's about um 49 percent 98 proof how much does this bottle cost i really couldn't tell you if i had to guess it's probably like it's what 70 80 i don't know but uh it's good we're gonna do a little bit of a sample roux i have already had quite a bit of this uh tonight actually we uh the main reason we're actually here is to celebrate um what are we celebrating oh yeah my uh, my sister getting engaged which makes me feel really old but that's okay um, this is a pretty solid, uh, solid sipper. Um, I think it goes really good on its own with some ice. Also, very, very, very good in any kind of cocktail that requires rye whiskey or even tequila. I'm, I'm not even lying. Like this can really mm. uh, 
kind of fill that void. Um, I think this goes really well in a Sazerac where in Manhattan. Um, but for me, I prefer this, this dram on ice. Um, don't have any ice right now, but we got some samples here. It's a uh, go in and see how it smells. So right off the note, I'll, let, I'll let you kind of start off. That's off. divine, dude. It is. This cup has a crack in it, but it's whatever. Um, to, to be honest, I don't know much about whiskey, which is why I've been listening to your podcast. And yeah. But this smells like cinnamony and vanilla. Vanilla. Vanilla is a huge, huge, huge thing in uh, American whiskey, bourbon and rye. Like, but like this particular rye is very, very vanilla heavy, very vanilla forward. And um, for me, what is super nice about this is I get a lot. I get like you definitely can tell it's finished in the tequila barrel. Um, you get a little bit of that whiff of agave. Kind of opens up the senses a little bit, just smelling it. And as you swirl it around the glass, you just look, it, it, it looks way thicker. Like it's very viscous, the viscosity of this thing. Like maple very, syrup. Very, like maple syrup. Yeah, it's very sticky. It just wants to stick to the cup. Um, and not to mention, the color is a very, very, very beautiful color. Um, I'm trying to go out and see these guys this week, by the way. I need to go uh, visit your distillery. When's the last time you pissed this color? Um,. It has been a while, thankfully. That's good. You've been hydrated. Oh, I've been very hydrated. Proud of you. Yeah. This smells fantastic. I've had some people just like legit like yell at me to drink water because they know I don't drink water. And like so every time I think about drinking water, I hear their voice in my head going, Drink water. And I'll drink water. Did you say you don't drink water? So now I do drink oh, water. Right. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um so yeah, very, very, very great color. It smells amazing. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna do an initial taste, see what it tastes like. Um, you know, give it a little bit of a sip. So very, very much. Oof. Mm. Oh wow. Mm, just keeps going. Um, that went right to my nose. Ooh, like a nice little uh, hit of wasabi. You know, um, it's a. Uh, the very the mouthfeel of it is very much the way it looks in the glass. It's very sticky. It sticks to your tongue, sticks to the edges of your palate, and it very it just kind of just slowly drips with more flavor the more you get into it. Um, you can definitely tell. I mean, it's a rye. You know, you can tell that there's that spice, that very strong peppercorn, almost like wintergreen. Um, kind of like you're almost like taking a bite off a pine needle. Um, you know that peppercorn pine needle taste that you get with a lot of rye. But then. Mm, it kind of finishes into this nice, long, smooth finish where it just rounds off towards the end and then gives you a nice little kick in the the back of the throat right before it finishes, um, which in my opinion, that's how tequila goes. It's got that very extra Añejo tequila flavor. I mean, it's amazing. It's my favorite rye. Like, I mean, I've, I've had a lot of ryes, but for me... It is one of the most unique ryes I've ever had because you never you usually hear like tequila finished in bourbon barrels, rum finished in bourbon barrels, stuff like that, but you don't get like rye or whiskey finished in tequila barrels. So it's a little bit of a a different approach than what I'm used to or what I've heard about. And it ends up being a pretty pretty solid and I would say very, very, very unique pour. I've you know, there's not a lot of stuff out there that tastes like this. Uh, I don't know, I've said a lot, so I would like to hear what your uh relatively untested palate has to say what i wasn't expecting was the spice oh that yeah. was it's very indicative of a rye exactly well the thing is that's what you're telling yeah but 
when I even that's a little little taste, it kind of just permeates the whole mouth. It mm. just spreads. Yeah, I'm seeing that. It's, yeah, it's very much like freshly ground, like mixed color peppercorn. You know, like you got you got a couple different peppercorns in there, and it's 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 good. Like the flavor profile is, you know, it's well rounded. You know, it's got a nice spice, but. Well, the way it sticks on my tongue, too. It doesn't stop. Mm. It won't stop. I actually quite enjoyed that. I actually really do, too. Yeah. So. Well, that was good. That's your favorite rye, huh? Yeah, probably my favorite rye. Like, I I like a lot of different stuff, but as far as, like, ryes go, um, it's my favorite. So, my least favorite memory... Um, one that I'm comfortable talking about would be when we, uh, we're going to move on. We're not going to talk about any of that. That's fair. <laughs> I'm sorry to the viewers. Nah, it's all good. We used to, uh, we had some, uh, we were triple children. We did a lot of things we shouldn't have done. We killed some people. We ended up all right. What? Yeah, we definitely ended up all right. Yeah. But, um kind of brings us here and kind of where we're at which brings me to my next question if i were to give you let's say i gave you 250 grand right and i was like i need you to start a business or increase the business that you already have what would you do with that 250 and why how would you go about allocating it wait what wait wait if I were to start a company, yeah. So like, let's or or, or either start a company or something you've already got going on, any mm. sort of venture. Like, how would you, if you were to be get get two hundred fifty thousand dollars, just cash, tax free, yep. no strings attached, how would you use it best and why? Like, tell me exactly, how would you use that best for yourself? And don't just say throw it in the stock market because a lot of people. Do. Dude, I would throw it into cars. Oh. Either start like a, you know, like buy a bunch of Teslas and just put it on Turo. Oh, okay. Or buy a bunch of like Mercedes Spring, what are they called, Sprinters, and put it on Turo. Oh, dude, those Sprinter vans are crazy, dude. But, I mean, freaking Dogecoin or something just wacky. Dude. That's cool. I've actually never heard anyone say cars before. I've asked that question before, and I've heard some people say different things. Cars is super new. You can buy cars and just flip it. You could, especially right now. It's it's starting to get kind of crazy right now. And then you, you, you buy a fleet... You basically have your like your own like industry like exactly. business in itself. Sprint vans are cool. Um, I yeah, that's really unique. I never heard of that. Dogecoin, interesting. I would try and short the U.S. dollar. Now that 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 wouldn't be too hard if you set it up with people on Reddit because you know how crazy they get. Mm-hmm. Wall Street bets. Oh yeah. GameStop, AMC. I think the U.S. dollar is going to blow up, and I think shorting it is a great idea right now. I've been saying this for like a year now. Things have been slowly inflating, but like yeah. people aren't freaking out about it. No, they're I mean, just like, oh, it's normal. We it's are fine. the thing about that too is we were actually bridging upon hyperinflation. We were like, before, at, yeah, we were, before the stimulus checks, before, and, before. and it's going to go right back to that. Like especially with like Brr. you know everything going on, you know it's about to get cold. We're going to have, like, freaking, um, you know, whatever variant, whatever. I don't know. Some states are going backwards already. I said I wasn't going to talk politics, but, I mean, this is just not kind of, like, bigger picture stuff where it's just, like, 
You don't you don't know what's going to happen if if we get back to that point again where hyperinflation is going to be a real event on the horizon. Short the U.S. dollar. Make it happen. <laughs> I just feel like this. That'll be such a. I don't know. I, I mean, feel like you'd win in the short term, but in the long term, you'd be like, mm. well, you would win, but you kind of feel crappy because the dollar just freaking yeah, exactly. imploded. Well, it's kind so of then like, what's the point? Well, it's kind of what happened with, uh, you know, like with like uh, the housing market crash. Yeah. You know, like the big short, you know what I mean? Like you short, you literally short the entire housing market. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like, yeah, you won money, you made it, but it's like, at what cost? Like literally everything went to crap, you know? So it's kind of the same concept. I'm saying it now. I'm going to refer back to this later because I'm going to be like, dude, just short the dollar. But probably um, in six months' time, maybe less. Probably you never know. But um, yeah, I mean that's really it. If you could do anything with your life, let's say money's not an object, you you if you could start over again and pick any career, pick any path of life, and you knew that you were going to be successful in it, what would you choose? It's a very good question. It's like a fresh start. You know, if right. I had a super fresh start, I think I would just go su- work ham, training with soccer. Okay. Because I mean, wait, ask me that again. I, that's actually a really good question. I don't know. If I could just do have a fresh start right now, no, that's tough because I actually don't know what I want to keep doing in life. So that's like, what are my dreams right now? See, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Everyone asks me, like, why do you ask this question? And they'll ask me it back when I ask it, and I can't give an answer. Mm-hmm. Because I'm at a point in life where I'm like, I don't know who I am, and I don't know what I want to do. And I don't, If I could do anything in the world, I, I don't know what I would do. And that's kind of a thing that, like, I never thought I'd be in a position in life where I would think that. You know, like, when you're when you're young, you know, you're naive, and you're, you, you haven't, like, quite had life, like, step on you and all your dreams yet. You'd be like, oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a filmmaker. I want to be an actor. I want to be this. I want to be that. And you just know off your like, top of your head, like, this is this is what I would be if I could do whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. But then, like, after you've, like, gotten kind of, like, jaded a little bit, you know, you see things a little differently. And then someone asks you that same question when you're, like, starting to get closer to 30. And you just you just don't know how to answer it and it's it's a very different perspective and it's starting to become more of like an interesting thing where i'm actually really really curious about it because i'm like like when did this happen when did we all kind of just give up on our dreams like because it's like at one point in time we thought we knew what we wanted to do what happened along the way to make that change and why are we not trying to go for it now I don't think it's as sad as you say, though. I know, it probably isn't. I'm I'm kind of reading into it a little bit too much. You know, when you're kids, that's all you really are told. Like, okay, (laughs) you have to decide what you want to do, follow your passions. But when you get older, when you get to our age, passions kind of change. That's true. It's a mixture of realizing, like, you can't really do anything you want. Right. But it's also passions change and goals change, like, because we have to start setting up families and saving up money for houses and the future yeah it's kind of crazy so kind of the 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 main goal gets put on the back burner yeah i mean which it really really does but but it still kind of goes back to the question with why can't we as a generation why why do some of us have a problem answering that question still you know what i mean so it's like all right we 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 are we know we've gotten older we're forced to adapt and choose things that we know are going to like sustain a life for ourselves and other people you know 
But let's say we could still have all of that. Let's say we could still do all those things to be responsible and sustain, you know, a life for ourselves and save money and do all that good, all that good shit. Let's say you could do all that, but you could do literally anything you wanted. Mm. What would it be? You know, and it's like, for some people, like, it's kind of hard to answer that question. For me, uh, I still don't really know what I'd want to do. All I know is I want to travel. I want to escape. I want to get away from it all. I want to buy a sprinter van, live out of it, and just do that. You know, if I could do that and still make ends meet, I'd do it. But like the thing is, like that's not a, that's not an income. So it's like it's really hard to kind of like m- like marry your passion and what you really really want to do, like and affect the world with how you make your money. And I feel like it's a very very rare select few. Not people many people can do that. That are yeah exactly able to take like the thing that they're most passionate about. And combine it with a thing that is going to make them money because they're skilled at it and they're good at it. You know what I mean? And part of being an adult and growing up is kind of realizing that you do your day job to pay for the stuff you care about. You know, pay for your passions. Does There's a very select few that it's not like that for, but um, that's just kind of the unfortunate, unfortunate truth. But, um, yeah. If you could go back in time and tell yourself, like you're, let's say, five years ago, right? So you're 25, 26? Yeah, I'd be 20. You'd be 20? Um, what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? Ooh, dude, I would say just go all in on Bitcoin. <laughs> tell all your loved ones, <laughs> buy Bitcoin. And I would record every single sports score and just yep. bet on it when I get back. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just have it all, yeah. Exactly. And then uh, live it up. What would you do? Um, what would I do? Ooh, that's actually a very loaded question. I'd tell myself not to get married. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to end well, bud. But then you could still tell Kim in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the only reason my sister and uh, um, Zachary, Zachary is her betrothed um, are together is because of me. Um, and because I got married and they met at my wedding. And if I didn't get married, then they would have probably never had that connection at my wedding that they did that they have today, which has resulted in them getting engaged. It's like, it's like literally like thinking about like the multiverse and all the timelines. It's like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the timelines, it's like all these little things that would not have happened if it wasn't for that. You know what I mean? It's just kind of crazy. Like they may have never like gotten to this point where they got engaged and got married. They wouldn't have. Zach would still be a single lonely bastard annoying the shit out of me. And my sister would just be like waiting for some other guy to come along. Because I got married and I went through all that heartbreak and all that stuff, they ended up being happy. Was it a worthy sacrifice? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, I'll give it ten years. You know what I mean? But it's it's crazy that like all these little things that happen that you 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 know you that like hurt or seem insignificant or you know everything just kind of like adds up. It's a it's a it's a game of just like things of adding up. You know. Uh, like all the little things that get you to where you end up getting yeah bro 
and I guess we'll see. So it's just kind of interesting to look back on like the last 10 years and where that's brought us. Cause you know, we haven't, we don't see each other super often, but it's just, it's always super kind of interesting to look back and kind of take a look at the past and be like, wow, look at that. And look at us now. And it's like, where are we going to be in 10 years? Well, in 10 years, I'm going to be, oh my God, I'm going to be almost 40. Almost 40. Yeah, I'm going to be almost 40. Hopefully I have kids by then. Hopefully, you know, making, you know, half a million a year. And I don't know, you know, just doing all the things that I want to do. Travel um, to the World Cup. Travel to the World Cup a couple times, you know, have like three beautiful kids. Live on the East Coast or whatever. I don't fucking know. And the cars. the cars. All, all the mm, All the cars. Here we go. Here we go. Cars, 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 cars. All right. What's in your garage? Like, what dream garage? Go. Ooh, okay. Wait, how big is the garage? Because, all right, it's, it's an unlimited. Yeah. And I'll, I'll take all the Acura NSXs. Oh, both my God. generations from the 90s and from now, the supercars now. I would take both the Supras, mm. the Mark IV and the Mark V. <clears throat> Incredible. I would take... Dude, I actually really like JDM cars now. Dude, if you haven't noticed, I, I love JDM like, as, like from the 90s. collectibles and stuff, especially the nineties. Dude, did I tell you like one of my clients that I signed at State Farm has a, I think it's a ninety five NSX. You did tell me that. And I'm you, trying to. You buy took it. pictures. I'm trying to. Buy you have it. to buy that. Yeah. Dude. No, because think about it. Because listen, I would. And when I was in college, I really wanted an NSX. Yeah. But I had no way to get it. Yeah, it's and, just sitting there. And it was thirty thousand dollars just like four years ago. Oh my right God. now, it's those cars so are like, like sixty. Like they double 70, in price. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, the kind of the problem is right now, we're not going to be able to get our dream cars in the future unless we're really rich. Oh yeah, no, I know. Because the prices just keep going up. Yeah. Uh, give me a Porsche GT3 RS. Yeah. And I'm fine. I don't really need anything more. Like I don't, I don't need anything crazier than that. That'd be sweet. I like that. I, I really want an R32 Skyline. Yeah. Right hand drive. Yeah, blacked out. Mm. Completely blacked out. Something about those R32s. They're just so nice, dude. I gotta have at least one in my uh my garage. Uh, Durango Hellcat for mm. uh for picking up the kids from school. It's a soccer mom car. And from outrunning the popo, and then also just outrunning the anybody, like yep. you know, no one's gonna beat you in that. Um, still keep my GT 5.0 um, with a Whipple supercharger on that, you know, like full build. Like I'm trying to, you, you know, gotta gonna keep that forever, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna keep that forever. Yeah. You know, I'm going for like 800 plus wheel horsepower on that. That's the build I'm trying to go. And then, um, oh, I wish we could talk about some more things on this podcast, but we don't want to disclose future illegal plans. <laughs> <laughs> but if you couldn't tell we love cars and oh yeah we have our own car gang which oh, we really also shouldn't get into because yeah, yeah. that's a huge okay, i know what you're talking hole. about that's a so, rabbit hole so the the plan that you're referring to is uh Ooh, theoretically that sounded like a poo poo flush that's a poop flush yep and there's a turd in there <laughs> uh theoretically speaking there's a um there's a there's a race that needs to be done. Death race. Um, where you go from coast to coast. And someone might be doing that. I wonder who it, I mean We can always talk about that later. Like the thing maybe is it's both like of no <clears throat> one's oh, yeah, no, never no one needs to ever know like exactly how it's gonna go, but that's gonna be clean. I'm gonna I'm gonna de- I was thinking about debadging it, but I was like, what's the point? It's still gonna look like a 
Anyone can recognize your car. Yeah, even with like a f- take off the five. I was thinking of taking off like the quarter view, like the Louvre, Louvers, yep. Louvers. Am I saying that right? Yeah, Louvres. 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 I don't know. Rays? I don't I'm like, I'm like kind of like tipsy right now, so I'm like. I mean, it's forty nine percent, right? Yeah, you know what I mean, like those quarter panels. Yeah, taking off like the, the body work. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking of changing like the front end too to making it look a little less like. I think you should aggressive. because. Because when people call in, and they will be calling in to the cops, yeah. you don't want them to be able to say what your car is. Yeah. So I'll have like a Chevy badge on it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. That'd be super funny. But um, No, but that's what you have to do, though. Yeah, you gotta... You, you, no, seriously. Because like, one of the top off. speeds, yeah. they yeah. they debadged a... What was it? A Mercedes? They did a Mercedes. They did one with an Audi, too. Um, there's been a couple. And then there's one guy that almost broke the Solo... By Cannonball record by himself in a rental GT. Yeah, that gives you hope. And I was like, all right, I do with the team. Mine's not stock. Mm-hmm. I throw my fuel cells in there. Like, eh, I might have a shot at like a 25, at, at, 26. Dude, I, I mean, I don't want to get your hopes up, but like, if everything goes, it's never going to go perfectly. I'm hoping his things, things are, things are going to shut down again or at least yeah. slow down again. So you should, and yeah, I'm pre- prepping months. for that. Yeah. And then I'm just going to go for it. Like, uh, you know, if I if I can average a hundred and twenty, mm-hmm. I'm set. You're set. And when I say 120, I'm talking about beats per minute because I would never drive 120 miles an hour. Who started? That's who, illegal. Who mentioned miles per hour? <clears throat> yeah, we don't we don't do that. What, what kilometers? Kilometers, yeah, because <clears throat> the world needs to get on the metric system. I don't know why we're still doing like miles and. I don't want to talk about the metric system. <laughs> you want to talk about the metric system? So here, it all started way back when. No, I said I don't want to talk about <laughs> You got any fun, witty words of wisdom, of advice that you could uh, give the listeners? Something that maybe they've never heard before. Something completely off the wall. It can be an anecdote. It can be uh, something that you want to be remembered by. So that way, when I post this podcast up, it'll be like with Jonathan Ho. And then in quotes, it's going to be your <clears throat> your one. It's kind of like your yearbook quote. My yearbook quote? Yeah. Like let's let's give me a give me your yearbook quote for the Grand Rapids whiskey yearbook. My yearbook quote in high school was when the going gets tough, the tough go outside and play on the swings. I remember that, yeah. Which was I mean, it's kinda I thought it was cool back then, but now that I say it like that, I still live by that. Yeah. Cause when when you're under pressure, what are you gonna do? Freak out or That's exactly what I do at work. Mm-hmm. The going is tough, we uh we go outside and we literally, we don't play on the swings. We do a lot of other weird shit. The going is tough. We go outside and go to the brewery next door and get some beers. You need to document this. Yeah, 100%. I need to see that. Yeah, next time. Absolutely well. But anyways, man, it's been fun having you. Um, we've got a lot left to do today. I feel like there's like a lot still needs to get done because apparently we were here for a reason. But if you guys listen to this all the way through, I actually really do appreciate you. And... um I wish I could kiss you on the lips. Before we leave, just uh, sorry. I when did you know that you were straight? What? When did you know without a shadow of a doubt that you were straight? I can't answer that. Okay. Well. Because. Uh, yep. Exactly. Yep. Uh, oh, no, right. Yes. Uh, I guess stop recording now. I guess. Wait. If someone comments on Josiah's second to last post and says Sufjan Stevens. I will Venmo you $2. You got to spell it right, too. We're not going to tell you how to spell it. Figure it out, bitch.